to another edition of the Bullheaded Podcast. We are here with Zoo and P. Bush. How we doing, guys? Doing great, Best man. It's been a week, week, week ever, man. Best <laughs> week ever, man. Hell of a week. week. <laughs> I got hype on a Monday, man. I was hype on a Monday, man. It was beautiful. Yeah, that's rare. <laughs> yeah. Man, man I, I think you guys could hear the enthusiasm from my uh, co-host, uh, NBA free agency happened earlier this week, and uh, a lot of moves happened, a lot of re-signings, a lot of misses. I'm going to talk to the guys about that, and uh, I think I'm going to start with uh, <laughs> Zoo and uh, get his thoughts on the winners and losers of this free agency. Oh, the Chicago Bulls fan base, baby. That's the biggest winner, man. Do you know why? Because oh, yeah. AK and Mark Eversley showed up, man. Showed up, man. We know why we signed these dudes. Because they are making moves immediately, man. You know what they do? First trade deadline, they get Vukovic because they, they want an all-star at center position. Next, we need a point guard. We want a point guard. They even alluded to this. They wanted Lonzo Ball at the trade deadline. David Griffin, they couldn't get a deal done. But then, man, you know what they said at the press conference? We ain't done yet, man. Yeah. We ain't done yet. So I was like, oh, they got some stuff cooking up, man. They do some tampering, make some connections. Lonzo Ball, Rich Hall, man. They got that deal done within two seconds of free agency, man. That yeah. deal was already done. We even heard rumors about Lonzo Ball, $80 million to the Chicago Bulls getting leaked out early. So this deal was probably done a couple months early, man. Because AK's wow. on top of this shit, man. They are at the house. They are with Rich Hall. They're building connections with agents. They have good relationships. Boom, we got our point guard, man. No more Kobe White as a point guard, man. No more Archie Diacono as a point guard, man. Oh no God. more days of the Cameron Pains and the Shaquilles at point guard. We got a true point guard in Lonzo Ball, man. Yes, and you know what else we did? We got a little backup in Caruso, baby. Reuniting the Lakers backcourt, man. We got hmm. some defense. We got some shooting. We finally got a playmaker, a guy that playmaker. can get, yeah, can actually get 10 assists. Because, like, man, our point guards the past couple of years, man, nobody knows how to get people involved, man. We got no true point guard. Like, Zach Levine's our lead assist guy, and that guy's a bucket. He ain't a passer. He's a bucket. So, lives <laughs> yeah. of ball at the point guard position. But, oh, my Lord. But the AKA and Mark Eversley weren't done yet, man. Oh, they did. Oh, DeMar DeRozan, man. You know what he did? Mark Eversley's like, man. I got connections in Toronto. I got good relationship. Him and DeMar DeRozan, he went to DeMar DeRozan's house. He flew to L.A., showed up to DeMar DeRozan, be like, yo, I want to bring you to Chicago, man. We're trying to build a winning culture, man. Here's $28 million. Let's get it done, man. So with that's me, we got three all-stars now, man. Yeah. We run from zero all-stars to three all-stars in a year and a half, man. Ever yeah. since AK has showed up, man. What they've done in the last year and a half? No, it's barely been a year, man. It's barely been a year. Because last year from right now, we had Jim Boylan, man. I forgot yeah. we had Jim Boylan guard oh pass like a year ago. But after yeah. last season's pathetic performance, they fired everyone, got a new management in, <laughs> and look what this guy, these guys done in, man, just a bit, maybe a little over a year. Incredible, yeah. man. They completely flipped the roster over. We got three all-stars. We got a starting point guard, Lonzo Ball, man. And we got the up-and-coming stud, Patrick Williams. The future is right. We got young assets. We got some older stars. And we got a little middle-aged stars. And my boy, Zach Levine, yeah. that boy's going to get a nice max next year. And maybe not this year, but next year, 
He's going to be getting a nice max extension, and he'll deserve it, man. He's a he's in Tokyo right now about to win a gold medal, one game away from a gold medal. Man, this guy from an all-star to Olympian, this guy's going to be all NBA conversations next year. Oh, okay. Zoo, you got high hopes for the Bulls. Where, where, <laughs> where, right, before I get into my spiel, where do you have them in the playoffs because of all these moves? Fourth seed, baby. Okay. Fourth seed, man. We're going to host a playoff series, man. We got okay. fourth seed, man. And the talent level, man, has supremely gone up the past three days. And, yeah. and we ain't done yet. We said Lori Martin's restricted contract right there. So maybe we could flip in a side and trade to get Kobe. even more assets to uh, load up the bench because the bench needs to work, needs some work right now. But the starting lineup looks nice right now, just building up that bench. And Lori Martin right now, he's a trade chip. Well, Zoo, I'll, I'll, I agree with you. I mean, I think they need to move both of them. Um, I'm pumped with all these moves. I mean, this was ridiculous. I mean, in a two-day span, I mean, this team went from, you know, expecting maybe maybe an eight-seed play-in game type of, uh, type of show. Even with Lonzo, I don't think that that would have been enough to put them in, like, you know, where you were saying, Zoo, fourth, fifth contention in the East. But, man, when they added DeMar DeRozan, I was like, okay, now we got a veteran guy who's been there and done that, right? He's mm-hmm. been there, been in big games. I know he wasn't you know, uh, champion, right? He wasn't on that team in, in Toronto. But, hey, you know, I'll take him any day of the week. He's actually learned to play the power forward position, which I think is actually huge because, one, he can mentor Patrick Williams a little bit so they can kind of switch between the three and four. I love that dynamic. He's much more aggressive interior. He completely neg- neglects the three-pointer still, which <laughs> I, I hope he just comes in a Bulls uniform and starts raining threes, but I know that's not going <laughs> to happen. But – Look, man, I think we got a solid starting five, Zoo. I think we have, you know, one super notable guy on the bench right now in Caruso. Uh, if they end up moving Kobe and Laurie for maybe more veteran present guys, you know, we're seeing Miami move P.J. Tucker in, right, for defensive to kind of lock down their end. I think the Bulls need to do one more because they have two good perimeter defenders now in Caruso and Lonzo Ball. Lonzo's no slouch on defense. He loves transition yeah. game, and the best way he can get into that is by playing pressure defense, getting steals, right? And there's one thing about Lonzo's game that I absolutely love, man. His outlet passes are ridiculous. I love how he just gets out and gets his teammates involved. He's not necessarily a court, you know, end-to-end kind of guy. He wants to get everybody involved, move the ball around. He's a Jason Kidd, man. That's really what he is. He's a Jason Kidd type player. But he got that uh, jump shot, man. He went from this to this, man. He is fixing shot. And don't you forget, Jason Kidd's top five and three-pointers made of all time, man. So he was no slouch. Uh, and I think Lonzo's going to come in, and I think he's going to fit really well. He's on a younger, young team, but with a little bit more experience than the team he was on previously with the Pelicans. And God, God knows how bad those Lakers were when he was on them for for <laughs> years stint. But look, man, I think that the only thing I could say bad about the Bulls free agency, and this isn't even that bad, is I wish they could have been able to or been able to keep Daniel Tice. I think that that would have been a huge guy to keep around for the bench. He got thirty million, didn't he? With nothing. Yeah, he got yeah, the they, full they mid-level him, exception. They, yeah, they, nine they million him, a year. Yeah, I'm not saying that they should have offered to pay him, but with all these other moves that they were making, if they could have convinced Tice to stay, so they didn't have to sign Bradley. I mean, that's and, and that's not even really a downside. I mean, yeah, it's a minimum dude, and he's a good defensive they, player. Exactly, he's a good defense. He can hit a jump shot. He would be good to back up Vucevic, right? Maybe, maybe pause well, but. If that's your only downside, man, I got to give the Bulls an A, A minus in this free agency. I don't think they've done, you know, nearly anything at this level 
since Rose, and that was pure luck, man. That was pure that luck was getting that lottery, seven, man. That was I could have drafted D Rose. Exactly. Man. So they they have not been able to take risks, and I will say this Demar this Demar signing is a risk. I think it is the biggest risk that they've taken in a long time. But I'm all about it, man. Look, they're not making the playoffs. They're not selling, you know, the way that they used to, right? Ticket sales. They're not, you know, the sellouts that we'd seen at the United Center for ten plus years, right? I think that they had sold out. And look, man, they're trying to make some moves. I props our tourists, man, any day of the week. This guy's one of the best GMs in the league. He's got the connections. But man, oh man, I'm excited to watch this Bulls. Azu, I got him at the fifth seed next year. Fifth I seed. don't think I, I think I think there are some other teams that could give them a little bit of stripe. Uh, you know, I got the Bucks, the Nets. I I still think the Sixers could cause them some problems. <laughs> I know that they're look. Ben Simmons, right? You know, Warriors, all that fun stuff, obviously. And we can get into it. Yeah, Ben look, Simmons, he won't even return the phone calls of the and, 76ers right now, man. They're not talking to each other. No, I'm not saying that. But look, they still have a good team, man. And maybe by getting Ben Simmons out of there, they can refocus as a group. Because I think that a lot of it has to do with all the egos in there. Ben Simmons not wanting to work. You know, it's I, there's something going on in that locker room. And they, they need to deal with that because I think our locker room is going to be great this year. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. But, man, I, I still think the Bulls are going to be middle of the pack unless they just blow each other away. But then again, I did just put a $25 bet on the Bulls to win the championship to win 1800 bucks. So I got a little bit of hope in <laughs> oh me, too. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's actually really good value. <laughs> Great odds, man. <laughs> really good value. I did it right after they signed DeMar within yeah. the hour. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, the talent level, we, we got up a level. And, and what they're doing right now, they're trying to build a winning culture, right? So in the future, future, the next upset superstar might be looking at Chicago for once That's now true. and be like, demanding a trade to the Chicago Bulls. You see a nice young team with some nice all-stars. They're winning games and maybe do a little flip a trade, man. So it's about building a winning culture, being a desirable destination for the next upset superstar, Damian Lillard. Interesting. Be, and then try to make that happen. But to do that, you got to win first and make the playoffs. So that's okay. what they're doing right now. And getting DeMar DeRozan increases your chance of making playoffs. So pretty much just a full marketing pitch of the rest of the league right now, the next up-and-coming up, up young stars out there and be like, oh, man, maybe I want to come to Chicago and play with that's Zach so Levine, an Olympian, Lonzo Ball, a great passer. So that's what they're doing, making a desirable location right now. So and that's what we hope he's talking about over there in Tokyo, man, talking to people. Oh, yeah, he's, he like, hey. he's like, he's hey, talking, boys, man. you see what, see what my team's doing right now? Hey, a couple years, man, hit me up. You know, that's, yeah, what, that's, this, that's what I hope he's dropping. And this is definitely not happening if Jim Boylan was the head coach. Oh, nobody no. want to play for Jim Boylan. But Billy Donovan, they'll play for him, man. Mm. He's just I, – I just the, – the biggest concern I have, obviously, is, one, I think they do need to fix up their bench a bit. And then, two, I think they really need to just focus on team defense, man, because they have some good individual defenders – but they sucked last year, man. They were so bad on defense. Oh, and yeah. if they could take that step, I'd be more comfortable putting them in the mix for you know that fourth spot. Heck, even pushing you know those top three teams out possibly. So, hey, look, I, I think it'll take more than just one year and you know these couple moves. They still got to work together. But look, man, they get a full training camp this year. It's back to pretty much the regular schedule. So it's going to be a hell of a time to watch this team. I'm I'm finally got hope in Chicago sports in general. It's just a great feeling, man. It's just a great feeling. Man, man. You see, when you got a competent GM, like, it makes your team a lot easier to root for, That's man. True. A lot That's easier, true. man. Oh, my yeah. goodness, man. But, but look, form, man, man. There were a couple other solid teams that did that put in work this time, man. I mean, the Heat, 
What did you I, think I, about I want your thoughts about Miami. No, because my thoughts about Miami is Kyle's fat ass got paid $90 million, man. Come on, man. Don't this do that. Dude. Don't this do guy it, got paid, man, because the Miami Heat like the Bulls. They're trying to go all in right now. They're trying to win now because <laughs> yeah. Pat yeah. Riley ain't getting any younger, man. He wants uh-huh. to win a ring to be like, I don't need you, LeBron. I want to win a ring without you, but good luck because Kyle Lowry is one of the most overrated players in the NBA, man. He only got a ring because, as Sean said last week, Kawhi's ring, yeah. man. He was riding yeah. on the bandwagon, man. He was even riding shotgun. He was back in the trunk, man. He was he was yeah. laying eggs in the playoffs. But, yeah, Pascal Siakam showed up in the playoffs. Yeah. So, Kyle Lowry got a little clout after winning a ring. I was watching that finals. Kyle Lowry was, was bricking everything. So, Kyle Lowry's a nice eh, – he's a minor upgrade to Goran Dragic. Because offensively. Goran Dragic is really good in the playoffs. Yeah, but he's like, good, I, he's been getting injured a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But like Kyle is an upgrade on defense because he's a pit bull. He gets up to, uh, up on to, on offensive players. But like out of that, I'm like Kyle Lowry, thirty million dollars a year. That's a lot of money. That's an overpaid. It is a lot. Dude, dude's it's like 34, 35 years yeah, he's old. Yeah, not. Yeah, he's not getting younger. Like 34, 35. Like those later years going to be real bad. Maybe next year he falls off a cliff. But last year he actually had a decent year, seventeen point seven assists. He better be as productive as that because Jimmy Butler vouched for him. They had a relationship because they, they they all went over to pretty much overseas, man. Yeah. Overseas, man. You, you bond overseas. They're really good friends. They wanted to play together. And they, they got some guys that get D up now. Like Miami yeah. Heat's defense. PJ. Yeah, PJ Tucker. That guy's legit only in the NBA for defense because his offense is ass, man. Like all he does is stay in the corner and shoot threes. And he's not even that good at shooting open threes. But yeah. defensively. On really, really fast. He's yeah. he could be he could be a top five perimeter defender in the league towards the end of that list. But I mean, there's there's some damn good defenders in the league, and he's up there, man. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason he got paid. The reason he was always in the rotation for the Bucks there towards the end in those stretches, man. He he's a heart and soul guy, and he's veteran experience, and nobody wants to screw with him, man. <laughs> you see PJ Tucker, man. You're like, okay, all right, man. You got to respect yeah, because he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a physical defender. He's he's all about that, man. And shout so, out, I, I don't know. I got shout-outs to Duncan Robinson. Yeah. The, the highest-paid undrafted NBA player. Ever. That contract, Crazy. biggest ever, $90 million, Well-deserved for being one of the, probably say, top five shooter in the NBA right now. Absolutely. Catch and shoot, movement off the ball. A little ball. too much money, in my opinion. Yeah, they, yeah, they definitely – Paid a little above what's his actual value is. 75, maybe? 75. $90 million, 18 mil a year? No, I know. I'm saying 15 million a year down to even like 12 would probably be more in his, like a five year, 50 million or $60 million deal, 75, something like that. You know what I think that was? I think somebody was probably giving him that, so they had to pay him that. That's somebody true. was probably gonna be willing right. to give. I think that's what a lot of these deals are. Is you don't somebody's probably you probably hear around the way right. that hey we're looking at Duncan for five years ninety, so you have to pay that because you don't want to lose him. That's true. So you're right. That probably yeah we much. don't but yeah. Un- I wish we could see behind closed doors, man. That'd be fantastic yeah, know, right? to watch that process. Damn, <laughs> yeah. especially if you're negotiating for Duncan Robinson, man. He's probably just smiling the entire time in that boardroom. Like, and it's tax free. Ninety million. <laughs> and it's tax free, so that makes it even yeah. more sweet. All right, no state income tax, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That is, that makes it even more sweet. That makes the Kyle Lowry deal even more. Like oh, yeah, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, you 
flew from Toronto, Texas to oh, Miami. Exactly. <laughs> man. Saving saving a tens of millions, man, over that over that contract. I think Kyle would have been better as like a two for fifty. I would have gave him that. A short I wouldn't deal? have gave him th- yeah, two yeah, for fifty. Is I don't know. More like the twenty, like mid twenties, low twenties, but whoever but the agent is, bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, you got your client right. a lot of money, man. <laughs> I, you know, I, I also think I also think it's the Chris Paul effect. I think everybody saw yeah. because they got to the freaking finals. Yeah, everybody Chris. thinks now you need a point. You get you need that point guard. And Kyle Lowry is kind of. I mean, you could probably argue he was the best on the market. So it's like let's just pay him. Man, the problem is he ain't Chris Paul. Yeah, I know man. he's nowhere near yeah, Chris Paul. Shout you want to talk Chris about Paul. a winner? Yeah, man, that guy got paid, account. man. Forty yeah. million. Yeah. At four, man. and he's going to be forty. Oh my lord, he's man! That One twenty, man. One twenty at forty years old. He's gonna be making over thirty million at at forty years old, man. Oh my god, man! That's good, man. Good luck to the Suns, guys. When CP3 gets old or falls off a cliff and retires, that team's over, man. Yeah, it is. They're 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 putting all their chips. (laughs) Yeah, they're going all in. Till I feel like this year, especially this year, after seeing the Milwaukee Bucks like win the championship over the Phoenix Suns, after going all in, yeah, people are like. Damn, we could have won the championship if we put some of our chips in the middle. And I feel like everybody's loading up because there's no like there's no clear favorite right now. Because obviously, right now there's no there's no Warriors, obviously. And yeah. even like the Lakers are old and injured now. Kawhi Leonard's out for the entire year. So the, the NBA is a little wide open right now. So I feel yeah. like a lot of people are spending money trying to go all in right now, which is pretty exciting to see. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, speaking of that, I mean, the Russell Westbrook move, I mean, that was not really a shock. I mean, going out to L.A., but I will say then, I think that it was a great benefited. trade for the Lakers, man. I think it was a great trade for the Lakers, but I also think the Wizards, it kind of like now doesn't solve their problems. But look, man, it's Bradley Beal's team. They tried the Russell Westbrook thing. It kind of worked there for a little bit at the end, but they actually have some decent role players now. Yeah. Like they can kind of start to build. Players. They can kind of start to build their team back up, kind of like what the Bulls did over the past three years or so. That's kind of where they're at, man. They have their Zach Levine. Obviously, Bradley Beal's a better score. They got Dinwiddie. They got Spencer. And I was just going to say that. I think Spencer Dinwiddie, man, props to him, man, because he has rose through the ranks over the years, man, just slowly but surely. And now he's getting that 20 mil a year contract. Shout out to him, man. He got a nice one. John Collins, too, man, getting paid yeah. on that extension. Oh, he got the 125, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Man. Yeah. You were right. Yeah, you were right. the 125. Wow. wow. 25 a year, man. So there were, there were a ton of moves, man, and I really don't think that there were that many losers that partook in sign-in trades, any trades like that. But I will say there are teams that did not pull trigger on things, and there were losers there, man. And I got to go straight for the Trailblazers, man. They are trying oh to keep Damian Lillard, and, and all they really yeah, do is man. re-sign Norman Powell. Five years, kidding? 90. Are you five years ninety? I overpay for him. Maybe they were the ones trying to get. Maybe they were the ones trying to match for Duncan Robinson. It's very possible because I think that that would have been a good move for them. You forgot who else they got? They got Tony Snell. Oh, you're right. They did get Tony Snell. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. (laughs) Slipped my mind, man. What else? Oh yeah, that was the sign of Cody Zeller. Like, what are they doing, man? Like, everybody in the league is trying to go, is trying to get in the rumor mill for Lillard. Everybody's trying to get involved with it. Uh, what are they doing, man? I mean, like that that was the biggest loss for me was was how they handled their possible moves, who was available, all that, man. I don't know. It blew my mind, man. man how does it. how does Neil O'Shea serve a job? Like, like I, I don't think this this GM has done nothing. This has done nothing, man. Couldn't even keep Mello, man. Mello left the team. 
<laughs> went to the, he's ring chasing hard now at this point. Yeah. That's the funny part. Oh, yeah. He just used oh, Portland I, as like his proving ground, and then he got out of there. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's gonna, trying to go for a ring. I forgot. They also signed off. Ben McElmore. Oh, there's a name you haven't heard. I only remember him from Kansas. Yeah, I think, I think they're trying to do their best uh, impersonation of uh, trying to get Dame out of there. I think, yeah. I think Honestly, yeah. But I low-key have a feeling, man. The New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are prepping for Damian Lillard demanding a trade. Like what they did this year is pretty much they re-signed all their guys. They overpaid yeah. a lot. Like D Rose got paid 14 million a year. Like all these role players getting paid 10 million. Like even Nolos and got a nice like three-year contract, 30 million dollars. And Evan Forney, oh man, that guy got paid. Man, maybe it's maybe it's his Olympic performance that yeah, made that salary rise up because he was killing the U.S. Man, that dude was dropping buckets in the Olympics. But Proof. what they're doing right now, they, they also sent Kemba Walker yesterday, man. So they, they got in the yeah, nice little no free agent. Man, like like they re-signed their guys. They added Kemba Walker and Evan Forney. Like talent-wise, they got better, but they're still just like they're, they're an average playoff team right now. They're sort of in the middle right now. But what they're doing is. Getting some nice tradable contracts mm. for a potential Damian Lillard demanding a trade in the future. You're right. Yeah. I think that's what they're doing. Because obviously, if they if Damian Lillard would be like, yo, get me out of here and I want to go to the Knicks or something, like Portland's gonna respect Dame because he's been with the franchise for almost 10 years now. And maybe and then the Knicks would be like, yo, we got all our draft picks. We got these nice like little contracts, like M40, a three-year deal, Kemba Walker, two-year deal. Like all these little contracts that are very tradable, so yeah. I feel like that's what that's they're prepping point, for. That, I think that's what they're prepping for right now. So we'll, we'll wait and see. Knicks right now are still chilling, but wait till <laughs> the next big free agent will be our next superstar demands a trade, and maybe maybe be like I want to go to the Knicks and try to win a championship there. Now you don't think that that Portland would ask for Julius Randle. Oh, yeah, they they also extended Julius. So they got a lot of tradable assets right now. You'd trade trade Julius. You'd give up, like, the second possible guy being there just to get Lillard. Yes, yes. And then you'd, what, wait for a free agency and sign a second? Is that that, Exactly, exactly. Or maybe do a double. All right, right, let's just just play this out because I think this is the biggest NBA topic that hasn't happened yet. Either that and maybe Ben Simmons, right? The whole Ben Simmons. Whatever. We talk about Ben Simmons a little too much on this podcast. But Lillard, man. So if he goes – let's say he gets traded to New York and they trade, you know, whomever. New, the Knicks trade whomever. Who do you have them going after in free agency to pair up with him? Because that's, I think, the biggest question. Or else he's just going to be by himself in Madison Square Garden trying to get 50 a night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damian Lillard obviously doesn't want to be a one-man show. No. He's but, doing that right now. <laughs> but the free agency, man, it's interesting because there's a lot of guys that could be potential – Opt out, man. We don't know if the Brooklyn Nets people are going to stay together. That's true. None of them have like got extended yet. So there's a lot of guys, like even Kawhi Leonard right now, he like he hasn't re-signed. So there's a lot of guys that want options open. So I feel like in two, three years, the whole free agency scheme could completely change that all these stars could demand trades and want to play with each other. So I feel like it's just wide open for anyone right now, even if they're signed (laughs) on a contract. Man, demanding a trade. Like you see how James Harden got his butt out there. The minute he was just like, you just show up, go to a strip club, and then he got his wish to go to Brooklyn next. So like these stars got so much leverage. It yeah, doesn't even matter if they're a free agent. Like if you got one, two years on your contract, you can still pretty much dictate where you want to be. Because like if you just act out, no one wants to have a star that doesn't want to be there. So they're gonna try to trade you to get as Not many with assets the media as nowadays. Possible. 
Oh yeah, de- yeah, definitely. Now. Right now, so I'm just, I, I just have a feeling. Like right now, it's gonna be crazy because right now the Bulls and Knicks might be relevant at the same time for once. <laughs> since the first time since what the '90s? Yeah, since like Patrick Ewing <laughs> and Michael Jordan, man. Yeah, the, I mean, the only person. Well, no, go ahead, Sean. Uh, the only person I could think of. It depends on the timeline of when Dame would like get traded. But the only person I can think of that's in that like one to two year contract range is Bill. That's the only one I can think of. Like if mm. Dame got out in like I guess a year from now and was able to get to New York and Bill, I guess because I think he's got one year left, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he could just you know ride that out and then his free agency he can go team up with Dame in New York. But that's the only one I can think of because um, I don't know who's really available. That's the thing is it's it's a little far out. Like if you're thinking about like the guys that if they went to New York immediately, they would be yeah. championship contenders, right? Like those guys, they're a little bit further out than, you know, a Bradley Beal could make things interesting in New York. And I think, you know, him and Lillard, I mean, Lillard's a killer, man. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. he's ridiculous at the end of games, man. He hits big shots. He's willing to do it, but so is Beal. Now Beal's probably a pretty damn good complimentary to Lillard, but they both are very ball dominant, like extremely yeah. ball dominant players. And having that in your team, I mean, we see that that's kind of what the Nets have, but Harden knows that he can actually take a step back and play more of a point guard role. Yeah, and he's he more of that. a true point. Yeah, Dame yeah. Dallas is a pure bucket getter. Exactly. And that's kind of what Kyrie was to LeBron, right? Like LeBron was more of the playmaker. Yeah, he LeBron's took that playmaker. scoring step back, right? But he did it when necessary. And Kyrie was kind of the baller. He was the guy that would cook on the cook on the court, man. Right. And that's that's what Lillard does. That's his MO. But can he take the step back if he's playing with a same level, if not better scorer than himself? And I think that's that's where it comes down to, because that's who we'd end up playing with if they're trying to bring a big name to New York, whether that be besides Kawhi. That's probably the only guy that would mesh pretty well with Lillard off the bat, like just because they're a little bit more complimentary just as players overall right now. Otherwise yeah, Benny, yeah, Benny with Lillard is a little tough because he's very ball dominant. He jacks up a lot of shots. Like you need, a, I would say, a true point guard or a true playmaker type of dude to play with Dame Dollar. But we'll see, man. We'll see. But I, I just have man. a hunch. I just have a hunch. What the a Portland? Move. What the Portland Trailblazers did this this summer? This free agency. Oh. Yeah, man. One of the most embarrassing shots. After this dude went on the Olympic stand and press conference, be like, my team's not good enough. Yeah. He's pretty much calling out the GM, be like, yo, get me some better players. And yeah. there's no excuse. Like, you don't got cap space? Like what AK and Mark Eversley did, man. No cap space, sign and trade, man. You got to be able to use the cap and leverage that to your advantage. So no excuses. Like the Trailblazers legitimately added nobody. Like legit, not a single one that's even relevant. Like Nobody no wants to go to Portland, though. It don't yeah, matter, man. Sign and you trade, throw man. Money. You got to throw money at him, but nobody wants to go. Yeah, free agency. And Dame knows that. So Dame kind of, yeah, you know. It's the unfortunate way of being in bigger cities, man. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, the Milwaukee Bucks were able to get That's Drew true. Holiday for Giannis. Oh, okay, but he was yeah. leaving New Orleans. Dude. It's not like it was, you know, he's going from a small city to a small city, right? He's not, you yeah. know, vice versa. Like, yeah, there's a reason. I would, little... say New, I would say New Orleans is a bigger and better city than Milwaukee. And Zoo, he's not the when a caliber. It's definitely of a, a better is, party town, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, well, when Lillard was when Lillard is traded, it's completely different because Drew is like the final piece to a puzzle. Lillard is like the first piece to your puzzle, right? So you're going to be asking for a lot more. He's going to be on his be by himself on the team until they can either you know make another trade, which who knows if they have enough for that, 
or wait for free agency, right? Whereas Drew got to join a team that was pretty much already ready. They just needed that final piece, right? So it's a little bit different in that sense, but it's tough, man, to move, knowing that you have to move cities to draw talent. It kind of sucks when you're that good. <laughs> That's like the only downside to it. If you're on a small franchise and you're really damn good, right? And you just can't get over that hump. He knows he has to leave, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's, it's like LeBron James had to leave Cleveland to win a championship, and he's one of the greatest players of all time. So that's James Dolan, not at that level, man. Like it's hard. It's hard being a small city and trying to recruit guys. And obviously, CJ McConnell as a Robin has not been getting it done. So this guy needs to find a new one. That's why Dirk's championship will always be held in high regard, man. That, that's that's why he did it in Dallas by himself. <laughs> and the only reason LeBron came back to Cleveland is because they had Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> Like they just draft, they just because they, they messed got up lucky. The before they got that. lucky. Yeah, yeah, they got lucky. And they got, and got Kyrie, or I think after Kyrie, but yeah, they got lucky and got Kyrie. So then it was kind of like, okay, I'll go back here because this guy's probably a top, I don't know, four or five point guard. So I'm gonna go back here and play. And then he was yeah. able to finagle uh, love. So, but yeah, I think it's just so hard for the smaller t or the smaller markets to get players. I think Dame, his heart was in the right place. You know, talking about yeah, I want to win one from Portland. I want to do all that, but. Like you say, if your management is not the best, you're not going to get the players that you need to get. And then if they're not really killing the draft, because everybody's forget too, they drafted uh, Zach Collins. He did absolutely nothing for him. Then he got to deal with San Antonio. Yeah, he got to deal with San Antonio for like I think it was three years, twenty four million. I was like, he hadn't. Oh, not gonna lie, I think San Antonio is a loser. They are a loser. You're right. Tucky make buckets. He paid the dude over forty million. Pays a shit. They're, they're tanking, dude. I think they are. They finally uh, finally accepted that the rebuild is imminent, man. It's right in front of their face. It's just been staring man, at them. For a it's a lot years. harder when you don't have a Tim Duncan as your franchise and not in Kawhi Leonard. Losing those two guys, like, wow, like, franchise yep. over after you lose guys like that. Man, ruined the yeah. relationship with Kawhi Leonard, but damn, man. Yeah, the San Antonio Spurs. Not sure what they're doing. They're going full rebuild, young blood. But I want to call another scrubby little franchise: the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> Shout out to David Griffin for giving us Lonzo Ball Thank for Tomas Sadoransky, <laughs> a second round pick, and Garrett Temple. Hey, Garrett Temple, the good old <laughs> Batman. Thank you, David Griffin, for not demanding our first round pick. Thank you, David Griffin, for not even taking our boy Laurie Marketing. So we got another trade asset. Yep. Trade bait. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, Zion. I don't know what they're doing. Zion. Well, I, I have a bad feeling because Zion, it was leaked early in the year that his family was upset at management for what they've been doing. And then I remember at the end of the year, they asked Zion Williamson in an interview, Do you want Lonzo Ball to stay? And he's like, I would love him to say, I would love to play with him. I love him as my point guard. And what they do? They flipped him for Tomas Sadoransky. That was just a middle finger to the Willie of his family, man. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that. I mean, was. they they look if they're trying to look once again, it's a small franchise trying to retain their best player, right? A, a generational talking about the Blazers screwing it up. They lucky, old. man. If, if the Pelicans continue to do this, man, they, they have zero chance that he'll even consider re-signing there even if they were to try and entice him a bit just because of how they treated him man you've seen players getting in messes with management you know back in the day you saw jordan do it man he just didn't talk to him now that they now that they have more power he can do whatever he wants 
And that's what he's going to end up doing. Who, who knows, man? Maybe Zion will be the one to go pair up with Lillard up in New York. Maybe. I, like, I wouldn't be surprised, be, man. I would not be surprised about anything right now. Yeah, because that's – that. even based on just this, I know that the Pelicans, you know, they have Brandon Ingram and they think, oh, we're good. They messed up on the Lonzo thing, man. They have no real, like, future idea of what they need or want. There's no chemistry involved there. They fired their first-year head coach in Van Gundy, man. I mean, they're just in shambles. And, and that trade at the draft. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, to get rid of the bad contracts, they had to trade away their first round pick. Like and, they were trying to like get rid of the bad contracts of Steven Adams and Eric yeah. Bledsoe. And the only and the only thing that they won this year was probably just getting something back for Drew Holiday, man. Like that was probably the only thing that they did well the entire year. And that's not something that can materialize automatically. And Zion can see, oh yeah, this might make me want to stay, man. Like we don't know how those picks are going to turn out. Who the hell knows? This is the, the, them and the Trailblazers are in a very similar situation. They're just progressed a little bit. You know, the the, the Blazers are further along, right? right? It's it's more imminent. But the way that the Pelicans are handling this, man, it's pun intended, trailing pretty quickly behind, man. What the Blazers are doing. So it, I don't know, man. It's and it's, if you think the, about it, New Orleans, franchise. New Orleans, they got CP3. They lost CP3. Yep. They had Anthony Davis. Yep. They, they lost AD. Both now they get lucky. They get Zion Williamson. Like this franchise has been pretty lucky in the draft. Yep. Especially with two number one picks. These are transcendent players. And three, obviously CP3 is their overall. Yeah. Like three of the some of like the best basketball players of this generation. And they're messing it up. Yep. Like really badly. And what Zion Williamson is looking right now is you see his buddy, uh, John Morant. Memphis Grizzlies, small market. They're making playoffs. They make good draft uh -huh. decisions. They're making good free agency moves. They're building a team around them. Zion must be like, what? They're in Memphis, man. They're getting it done. He's probably looking at, oh, they're trading. They have good management. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Memphis they got good, good management. management. They got making good trades. And even all the other young stars. You see Trey Young, man, in Atlanta. They got, yeah, they had a nice piece around Trey Young. They're making the playoffs, made it to the conference finals around the same age as Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson came again in the play in tournament right now. Play in <laughs> tournament. I'm not even talking about playoffs. I'm talking about play with in. With another all star. Yeah. With, yeah. with Brandon Ingram, who's a legitimate 20 plus point scorer, who's actually a really talented player. They just can't get, get in wins right, even though I think talent wise last year, they were a really solid team, man. They were one of the more talented teams that didn't make the playoffs. So. He's just looking around and just like, damn, man. Like, what could I do? And I feel like he's getting a little FOMO, man. Even like the young star, young star Luka Doncic, rookie contract, making it to the playoffs. So, yeah. like, he's like the giving only – teams, Giving yeah. teams problems, too. He's not yeah, just exactly. getting swept. Oh, yeah, man. And, and the thing is, man, he's just looking around. He's just like – he's falling behind his contemporaries right now really? based on NBA success because – he hasn't done anything yet. Like, statistic-wise, he's like freaking Shaquille O'Neal putting up some of the greatest numbers of all time, shooting 60% and getting buckets like it's so easy. But the team's success has not been there, and all you got to do is blame management and blame the decisions of a head coach. So, man, I feel like he's real pissed off, man. I don't know. He might be a future a future Nick, man. Like, who knows? Yeah, it's possible. That's a couple years down the road. But, man, there are a couple losers, but – you know, a lot of it was just the the inaction instead of, you know, just getting messed, screwed over in a trade. But I think the Spurs just have finally accepted it. And I think that's why they were willing to give it up. They just wanted to blow it all up, man. I mean, at that point, what is DeMar going to do at 30? He'll be 32, I think, in two days. I mean, you know, he's not going to bring the franchise back to, to the glory days, man. So why not try and get something back, even though they didn't get much? I, they did get, you know, first rounder and daddy's young. 
who's a good veteran guy to have on your team, but not going to be doing much for you. So unless Patty Mills goes Aussie mode, I don't know. I don't no, know. No, Patty going Mills on. out of Brooklyn Nets now. Man. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he is. Yeah, right. yeah. That was a good pickup. Nice yeah. pickup. That was yeah. a good pickup. Hey. Yeah, he's another he's another Olympic legend, man. Yeah, he, like is he, he goes to Australia, man. He's like Steph Curry, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. He's just when he's got his country's flag on his chest. That's man, what it is. Into a they different play, yeah, when you're playing for your country, I just feel like it's a different type of zone you get in. Personal for your country. Yeah, like you see Ricky Rubio, 38 points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just different. It's just different. <laughs> he got 38 points in 40 minutes. Like that's more than his career high in the NBA. Yeah. By far. Like, Ricky yeah. Rubio is an Olympic legend, man. That might be 4x his points per game average <laughs> for his career, man. But, yeah, it's, it's You know what I also think agency. about the, the Pelicans trade that just sums it all up? <laughs> you give up what you give up for Lonzo Ball, right? You give up Sadaraski, Garrett Temple, and a second-round pick. Then on the flip side, you do a side <laughs> trade with freaking Charlotte. <laughs> and you give up a protected first-round pick for Devontae Graham. Like, what is going on? That's wild. That's unexcusable. <laughs> unexcusable. Both of those trades should have lured me Sorry. at least one good, decent to good player and two first round picks at the minimum for both of those guys. And you got one first round pick. Like Thomas Sandaransky is not going to start. No, yeah, he's a backup. He's, he's a ten, know what, he's a ten like, million dollar backup. Now I did look to see they did draft a guy because I just looked while you guys were talking. I looked they got a guy named Kira Lewis who's like a I think a six foot point guard that they like a lot. So maybe he's going to be the starter now. But it's the only thing I can think of because I mean he got drafted in the first round, so they got to use him. Uh, but I don't and know. The West I think is the Pelicans, be healthy. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Pelicans were just on a. Uh, I don't want to say they panic, but it's just hard. To oh, explain. they should be panicking because David Griffin might get fired soon. Like yeah. if Zion Williamson demands a trade, he's gonna get fired because he's yes, probably the sole reason why Zion Williamson does not want to play there. But I mean, we'll see I got, what happens in February with that oh, deadline, man. man. Oh man! But yeah, I actually got another loser. I just thought of another loser: the Boston Celtics, man. Ooh, they didn't do anything, man. No, they didn't. They didn't do they're anything. Waiting, like, all they do, all they do, got the caps, yeah, they got Ennis Cantor. They do that every year, dude. Boston is kind of man. They do that every year with the whole we're waiting for the next big free agent. When, hey, here's a reality check. No one wants to come to Boston. Yeah. That is a thing, man. But they might as well, I don't I don't know. Like they they do that every I feel like they do that every free agency. Like they drafted well, so like they were able to keep Tatum and Brown, but it's like Kyrie went there and then he left. But outside of that, he, and really Kyrie got traded there. So it's mm-hmm. like they really haven't yeah. got any big free agents since they won their championship in 08. And that was and by the, and those were signed. They they got Gordon yeah. Hayward. He left. Yeah, but then he got hurt. So it was kind of just like a, you know, a wash, just a wash, I guess, signing. But that's the thing about Boston. I don't get it. Like, I mean, I I don't think it'd be one of my favorites. If I was a star, I probably wouldn't want to go to Boston. But I think you could be more proactive and like trying to find stars that would be willing to go there. And I just feel like they're always like, hey, we're saving space for, because to me, they're thinking like, I guess they're thinking is they're going to save for Bradley Bill. But I don't necessarily like that fit with just those three and role players. I don't like that mm-hmm. because they that means Boston. No, they're have getting Bradley Bill. They're gonna they're gonna be asking for like uh, Jalen yeah. Brown. Yeah, I would say Jalen. No, I'm Brown. saying, but I'm saying, well, I'm saying if like he uh, because he's got one year left, so if he goes in a free agency, then he could just mm-hmm. sign with Boston. So I, I guess man, that's, that's why they're like, playing all that space. That's like three two threes, man. Like yeah. shooting guard, small forward. They could they could, all three like of them it. can play those. That's just. Look, man, you need a you need a playmaking 
facilitator. They needed care, a healthy like, Kemba. That's what they needed. needed a healthy Kemba. They did. And honestly, I hell, you could you could argue that they would have needed Kyle Lowry more than the Heat did. I mean, you know, there there's points where you just have to bite the bullet and be like, look, man, we'll pay you thirty million dollars a year, Kyle Lowry, to come and just you know, give us nah, 17 and 8 30 a game. million with the Boston Celtics or Miami Heat? Miami Heat. A- oh, a- no, no, no. Absolutely. They would have probably had to offer him an even better contract than that, which would have been ridiculous. But if you're actually – I mean, look, it's Brad Stevens' first year, man. He just moved in, right, to the to the front office. He's probably not trying to just dive head first, right? He's trying to probably give himself a year, see how the things work. But when, you're, when your stars are getting fed up, man, or, you know, even if they're not verbalizing it, or things aren't progressing. They're they're just kind of stagnant, man. They're just a stagnant team right now. They were bad last year. I mean, I know they got, you know, injuries and all that, but look, they do not have the supporting cast that they used to. Uh it's yeah, they they needed to do something. Maybe they will at the deadline. Who knows? Probably not. I feel like Boston always just they they're all about draft capital and stuff yeah. and I and- love draft picks like everybody else, but Stars win, bro. Yep, man. And they 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 wanted Lonzo Ball. This is surprising to me. They wanted mm-hmm. to do a sign and trade to get Lonzo Ball and do a uh, package around Marcus Smart, but Lonzo Ball did not want to go to the Boston Celtics. Well, he's a clutch guy, so come on now. No clutch <laughs> guys are going to Boston. That's the thing. That's, now that is a thing. That's that, true. I think no, ever right. since the Anthony Davis thing, um, I don't I don't think. Uh, the clutch people are big fans of Boston, so yeah, I don't unless like maybe they get a clutch guy gets drafted to Boston, that'll be the only way a clutch guy ends up in Boston. But like trade, no. And who knows? Maybe um, the Celtics uh, agree with your statement, vice versa, and they won't draft any clutch players. <laughs> well, that that would just be stupid because if there's a clutch know, guy on the board that's like really yeah. good, I'm drafting the best available. Hey, but, but I mean, yeah, hey, man, maybe. if there's a team that might be that petty, it could be the Boston Celtics. So. <laughs> Yeah, Boston is a uh, is a franchise that's kind of just been sitting on their laurels with the whole draft picks and stuff. Like I said, they got to make – like I said, they, I still feel like they should have made that move for Kawhi that year that he got traded to Toronto. Yeah. If they would have made a move and traded whatever asset to get him to Boston, they would have won a championship that year. And then after that, if you – you know, like say they had to give up Jalen Brown, right, and they got Kawhi and Tatum and whatever, and they won the championship that year. Then after this is gravy. Like Toronto's kind of mm-hmm. in that position. Like they can rebuild, do whatever, draft these guys and trade whatever. They're good. They won a championship won, a couple years, yeah. And you can just, you know, you can sit on that for a little while, especially with a town like Boston because they already have a bunch of championships. So it's like, <laughs> oh, they have, they want another one. So hey, we already, we already know they're gonna get it back right. Because to me, I'm, I'm under the mindset I love Jalen Brown, but if Tatum, Tatum's the only guy who's not untradeable. Like everybody else can go, and I love Jalen Brown, but if it means I can get another stud. Or studs, then I'm I'm getting Jalen Brown out of there. But that's just me. I mean, who knows? They need to do. Some, I, there are a lot of teams that are just the teams that are risking it, man. They're 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 going to be the ones that are in contention. And I'm glad okay. to say that my team's one of those ones right now. Let's go, baby! <laughs> Keep progressing, <laughs> one year at a time. <laughs> we back and in the playoffs, man. Teams, then there's those teams, man, where the Bulls have been for years, where they just make the playoffs and lose, make the playoffs and lose, and you just get horrible draft picks. You don't bring anybody in, and that's where that's where the teams we mentioned, man. That's where they're at right now. But hey, there's you know in the NBA, man, there's going to be a shock this year, like the Hawks. There's going to be something like that, like the Heat the year before. There's always one. Maybe it'll be the Bulls. Let's go. Oh, it's going to be the Bulls, man. 
Oh my god, man! I'm so ready for the NBA season to start already, man. Yeah, I'm so ready. This for got it, me so. hyped, man. This past week got me hyped with all these moves. Not even just for the Bulls, but for everybody, man. There's been a lot of movement. Yeah. There's a lot of movement in the NBA free agency world. Uh, like I said, I didn't think there was going to be so much chatter, so much transaction, so many three-way, four-way trades. But, I mean, that just goes to show you that the NBA uh, free agency is, I guess, unpredictable. So we're going to see, like, you summer league starting, doing a couple of games, which I was surprised by that. It was so many games yeah, that came on, like, really right fast. after free agency. Yeah. Right yeah. after the draft, like, mm-hmm. free agency. And yeah. then the summer league is legit the week after. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and today the, uh, I think it's the Hall of Fame game is on right now. So, it's a lot of starting to pick back up with the summer league. You know, that's going to carry us for a couple of days. And then, like you say, there's going to be, I think I was reading a quote where it's like 27 weeks until there's no more football. So, it's like basically from this weekend on, it's going to be football every week, uh, on every week. So, you know, I'm getting ready for that. Uh, I think a lot of the reels are going to be geared towards football and basketball. Depending on who shows out in the summer league, I may put some reels up. I saw, I think Davion Mitchell had a really good game. Not surprised, man. Uh, that's another one I'm going to be in, really quick. That's another one I'm going to be interested in what they do because they have Halliburton, him, and Fox. That's going to be yeah, really a lot of point guards, man. Yeah, a lot, a lot yeah. Of, they're all pretty good. So I don't yeah. know about the team, but they got a lot of talent at the point guard position. Sacramento, yeah. wondering what they're going to do with tradable that. pieces. But, yeah, yeah. I, I'm wondering, dear Fox, Sacramento's get getting anybody, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, and God, that damn Marvin Bagley pick, man, that's tough. I'm not sure if he's on his last year or he's going to get traded, but, yeah, that was a tough draft pick. Man, he might go down as known as the Darko of the draft, man. You got to trade Young, yeah, Luka just going right after you. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was uh... – Yeah. Oh, yep, the Hashim yeah. thing. I think it was a little bit drafts. more than that, though. I think, I think there was something – he was pissed at the owner or somebody, the GM. Lucas' parents or whatever. So, but hey, yeah, his parents demanded a trade for him, man. His parents demanded a trade for him, man. Yeah. But as always, make sure you guys follow Bullheaded underscore Pod. I'll be posting content daily. Also doing uh, things on the stories, updates for football, uh, basketball. Uh, hopefully, our men bring out the W with the uh, France gold medal game. Uh, I'll probably do a reel about that. Zach Levine, Olympian gold, yeah. Olympian yeah, man. Turn it up. He's got to turn it up. Let's go. Uh, but as usual, for me, Zoo and P-Bush, 